0: To a new episode in the Elevate Evaluate podcast. My name is Nadan Al Sardin, and I will be speaking about cultural competence in program evaluations within Arab communities. Before diving into the topic, I would like to briefly introduce myself. I'm currently pursuing a master's in public policy at the University of Central Florida. I'm also doing remote work with a cultural organization in Palestine. I've also had the opportunity to work with many different organizations in different Arab countries. Through these experiences, as well as the fact that I'm an Arab, I aim to provide some considerations to take when conducting program evaluations in Arab communities or in Arab countries. I will do so by providing an example of the importance of cultural competence, spe- especially within the contexts of Arab culture, through the four-step evaluation process of planning, designing, conducting, and reporting as a framework for the podcast. Before we do so, it's obviously important to understand what cultural competency is. Cultural competency is the ability to acknowledge, understand, and consider the cultural values of different individuals and groups. We are all different from one another. We all have different backgrounds, different norms, different traditions, different values, and it's important that we take that into consideration when conducting an evaluation. In the book, Evaluation Practice for Collaborative Growth, back in 2018, states that it's important that cultural competence is integrated into the entire evaluation process, because it's respectful to those who are involved, and it ensures that all voices, and perspectives are equally represented, which, I quote, helps to make valid inferences and interpretations, close quotation. To better understand the importance of cultural competence, I'm now going to dive into the four-step process, as well as provide um, examples related to the Arab culture. Now, the first step is, is when preparing for an evaluation is basically to learn about the background necessary to plan and conduct the evaluation. For example, understanding the program, its schools, as well as about learning the culture that the program falls, falls in. Another thing that's important to do is to basically involve the stakeholders or the individuals or people who are directly affected by the program or by the program evaluation. And if involving them is very important in order to basically yield better better results about the program that you are assessing. Now, this gets a little bit tricky, and a personal experience of mine is going to explain why. So, I used to work at um, at an organization in an Arab country that works with disabled individuals. My role was to provide to teach these disabled individuals the basics of English but I was only allowed to teach men but not women. So the team that was working on this project decided to interact with the female disabled, disabled individuals as well as those the management team of that program in order for us to start teaching them English as well. Now the thing that we fail to take into consideration is the fact that Arab communities are collectivist. Meaning that the, the that the decision does not directly fall for the individual. You need to take into consideration the family, the extended family, as well as other community members. That is why it was also necessary for us to involve the parents of these individuals. So that is one thing to always remember, the fact that it's a collectivist society. Another thing is the fact that it's also a most Arab communities are patriarchal. The culture the culture is patriarchal. And that is why. The opinions of the fathers mattered more than the opinions of the mothers. So, if we knew that beforehand, that would have helped. That would have helped facilitate uh, the facilitate, and ad- it would have helped us adopt a much better approach for the evaluation process. Then comes the second step. The second step of the evaluation process is the evaluation design. Now usually part of the evaluation design would be the data collection methods. One method would be surveys. So imagine that you are passing out surveys to students in a school in Florida to assess the impact of after-school activities. To be a culturally competent evaluator, it's important to ensure that the evaluation is inclusive and non-discriminatory with regards to certain populations. Now, I constantly face this issue in terms of the surveys where the democratic, the demographic sector of the survey would include ethnicities such as African American, uh, White, um, Native American, but there was no, there was no uh, Arab, and that is problematic because Arabs do not do not they're unsure of what to identify as. Is it other? Is it Asian? Since most Arab countries fall within the continent of Asia. That's why just adding that extra box that says Arab is going to make students feel much more, Arab students specifically, much more represented, much more comfortable and less confused. In terms of this third step, this third step is basically conducting the evaluation. Since you have the evaluation and the evaluation design, you're basically going to start with your evaluation. And this is where you're going to mostly interact with uh, participants and stakeholders in order to attain the information that you need here it's very important to take into account the basically what it is that you're trying to assess so for example say that you're that you want to do a needs assessment test in order to see whether in a certain Arab community there's a need for an organization that deals with sexual, assault victims, and domestic violence. Now, topics that relate to sexual content are considered a taboo in Arab organizations, in Arab communities, and that is why, when doing so, it's important to make the participants that you're talking with very comfortable, make sure that they're at ease, make sure that everything that they're going to say is going to be confidential, so that they'll be comfortable to speak up and for the evaluation to be much more successful. For the fourth step, the fourth step is basically reporting the, the evaluation findings. Now, this is very important because that's the whole point of the evaluation coming up with findings that is going to help improve the program or is going to help. Um, the participants and the stakeholders in a much more effective way. Now, in an Arab community, the community leaders tend to play a very important part of the culture power dynamics. That's why involving community leaders when relaying the results and the reports of the evaluation could be very, very, very effective because the participants and the stakeholders are much more likely to listen to them and find what they say Validating because they trust their community leader. Furthermore, Arabs depend on storytelling, depend on word of mouth, depend on discussions. That's why using group discussions or using uh, talking rather than reports and graphs could be a much more effective way in dis- disseminating data that is understandable. And yeah, <laughs> with that... Taking all these, all these basic, not necessarily basic, taking all these things into consideration is going to yield a much more effective evaluation process. Now, obviously, there are many other things that need to be taken into consideration, but that's the point of being cultural competence. It's not something that you can master. It's something that you constantly learn. It's something that you hone. And I'm an Arab, But every day I realize that there's something else that I did not know about a certain certain Arab community in a different Arab country. So it's all about building trust. It's all about being respectful. And it's all about being self-aware of yourself as well as being aware of others. And with that, I conclude my podcast. And I hope you're now more aware of cultural competence within Arab communities when conducting program evaluations. Thank you for listening.